Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 116. And today I have something that I haven't seen anyone do before, and that is interview a top 500 Amazon reviewer. I'm really excited about this, to share this with you, that is, because I've really wanted to understand what it was that drove the Amazon reviewers, the top Amazon reviewers. I'm saying like top, like 10,000 they have, but then you're talking getting into the top 1,000 and then the top 500 and then the top 100. You know, I really wanted to get behind, you know, the scenes and then see what makes it really, I guess, attractive for them. And then also how we can communicate with them to hopefully get a relationship so we can start having these top reviewers review some of our products ethically, legally, and all of that stuff. Because that's really what's going to, I think, help you in the future. I know that's the way that I'm going, and uh, I think that you should as well. So with all of that being said, I'm going to introduce to you today Kizzy Rucker, who is a top 500 Amazon reviewer, and she is really, really awesome. She broke it all down. She made me understand their world because it is a whole nother world. And if we as sellers can understand where they're coming from and how to actually communicate with them, our chances of having them review our product if they're interested is going to be that much greater. And I think you're going to pick up a lot of insight here from this interview. And I really want you to understand that having a top reviewer review your product is almost depending again on how, you know, how, uh, much of a top reviewer they are. If you're getting someone in the top 1000, that one review could give you as much bump, I guess, as we could say, Uh, you know, not just in rankings, but it could give you a bump in your conversions because they're more of a trusted resource and they're more of an authority as a reviewer because they get the badges and they just have more clout. And a lot of times these reviewers will leave you a a review with a video or pictures and that always looks nice as well. And they know the process. They know what a good review looks like and they know what's expected of them by them taking your product and trying it and then giving you an unbiased review. And they know about all the disclaimers and all that stuff too. So enjoy this interview with Kizzy Rucker. Okay, everyone. Well, I am really excited today to share my next guest of Kizzy. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to to spend with us today at the TAS community. You are a top reviewer. And that's really why I wanted to have you on. And um, I just think that a lot of us don't understand the workings behind a top reviewer, like what it actually takes to become one. And then what is the driving force behind it? How does Amazon treat those, uh, you know, top reviewers and all of that stuff. So first off, I want to say thank you for taking time to spend with us today. Very first. Well, thing. thank you for having me. I think it's definitely a really good thing to be able to have sellers and reviewers be able to converse in an open platform. I, I mean, that's just amazing in itself. Yeah, and and you know, I I don't think I'm not really even sure if anybody's really actually went and uh, and did any type of of interview between the two because I think it is it's kind of a mystery. I mean, a lot of people don't understand the workings on both ends of it. I mean, the top reviewer might not even know a lot about the mindset of a, of a seller for the most part. I mean, there's always, you know, differences on both ends. Um, but I really wanted to kind of just pick your brain a little bit today and kind of hear kind of your, your side of it, right? Like, so how did you first start, um, be, you know, not even becoming a top reviewer? Cause I don't think you can just all of a sudden become one, right? What does it take to become a top reviewer and kind of what was your, your, uh, I guess your path getting to where you are now? 
Oh my, that's that's a lot of information and just a simple question from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of give us the Cliff Notes version if you can, Kizzy. Okay, um, I started actually kind of by accident. I was on a couple of makeup groups on Facebook and there were, I don't know, maybe a handful of people who were talking about this mud mask that they had gotten mm-hmm. um, from a dollar deal club and I... I was kind of floored. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Dollar deal club? I was Mm. like, oh my God, I would much rather pay a dollar than 15 because what if I hate it? Because some of them were like on the fence and other ones were, you know, raving about it. So um, one of the girls who was a really good friend of mine, um, she told me about Amazon reviewing and she kind of gave me a little bit of details, um, an email group that I could sign up for if I was a Prime member, and I did. And one of the first things that I had gotten was actually the clay mask that I really wanted to try, and I hated it. Mm. And I'm glad that I only paid a dollar for it. Mm-hmm. No, that's that, that's really cool. So you kind of got turned on to it by just being in a Facebook group and hearing someone else saying that they were trying a product for a dollar. And you're kind of like, what the heck is going on here? Why is someone giving this away for a dollar? Oh, yeah. I had never heard of it before. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's kind of how you got led into this this world of being a reviewer. So then from there, did you kind of just now belong to this email list of you know getting these deals? I did. Um, I started off with just one email group and then I started paying attention to what the other girls were saying because if it wasn't makeup related, I kind of just blew it off. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else was talking about like another email group and then there was another website and then there was another website. So in like a week, I had signed up for, you know, five different um, websites and I was super nervous. Uh, I thought, okay, I'm just going to completely overwhelm myself and Mm. everything's going to start pouring. And, you know, at that point, I was kind of overwhelmed with getting, you know, a product a day in the mail. And I thought that was just absolutely amazing. Mm. And now I get like 10 things in the mail. I'm like, oh my God, this is like... Like, this is it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So now you, you, you kind of get turned on to this world. You're like, your main thing is you're getting free product. Basically you're getting it for a dollar plus you got to play, you know, pay your prime or sometimes it's, it's a little bit more depending on the product, but pretty much you're getting a huge discount for this product. You get prime shipping. So it's free to get to you no matter what. So really you're just paying for whatever the deal is. Pretty much at that point. Yeah. You know, the prime is $99 a year and that's, that wasn't anything to me because I already had it. It wasn't even about the money. Like at that point, it was more just like trying products that I didn't necessarily want to pay full price for because there's a lot of things that I was buying online that I would get and I would hate and then they would just sit around. So I was more okay with paying, you know, a dollar or two ninety five for something to try. And all I had to do was just review it. And Honestly, like at that point, pretty much everything that I was getting, I was kind of like on the fence about anyway. So that was that was really great. You know, when you're first starting out, you get a lot of supplements and you get a lot of serums and those that's just what is being offered to new reviewers. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fantastic because those were the things that I was interested in anyway. Okay. So and again, I think you had said too that you were you know, you were from the makeup, you know, kind of world like you liked all those products. So to you this was this was good, right? I mean, you're kind of getting these products to try to test them and give your honest, you know, feedback on these. I mean, that's really what you're supposed to do there. Okay. So when did it occur to you that you could start becoming like a top reviewer inside of Amazon? Like how does that all kind of work? I didn't even understand what being a top reviewer was um, until after about maybe a month into reviewing. 
what ended up happening was one of the makeup girls was talking about um, an Amazon review Facebook group that she was in and she added me. And then that's when I started to see, you know, top reviewer and, you know, people were talking about other top reviewers. I'm like, what is that? And then I started to, you know, ask questions. Um, And most people just completely ignored it, especially the top reviewers, which was absolutely insane to me at the time. But now I totally get it. And, you know, little little tidbits of information, unfortunately, with Amazon reviewers, and then you just kind of have to like piece together what it really is. Yeah. I mean, so so what really is it, I guess, is the question that we want to know, because, you know, I, I mean, I see that you're getting, you know, you're getting product at a discount and stuff. But when you get that, the, the badges and all of that stuff, like, what are you working towards? You know what I mean? Like, what is the payoff for you? Do you get better products now because you're you're doing that? You get, you know you get asked to review better products because now you are a top reviewer. How does, you know, like what is the incentive for you? The incentive for me is probably different from what it is from a lot of other people because this is not my life. And there's a, there's a lot of other top reviewers who do nothing but this. Wow. Like I've had disagreements and I say that in like the nicest way humanly possible because there's a lot of other top reviewers who become very defensive and get very ugly and there's a lot of downvoting and then they'll post your profile so that other reviewers can go on and you know downvote it so it keeps your rank down i mean it really really ugly but Hmm. for me i don't do any of that because i don't really see the point in it it's again it's not my life Mm -hmm. my incentive for being one of the top reviewers was always just okay i really do not want to review another freaking phone case Mm-hmm. Please, right. God, don't send me another <laughs> retinol serum. I swear right. to God, if anybody offers me another vitamin C to review, I'm just going to yank my hair out. And yeah. no, that does not leave the door open to send me any more hair supplements. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I mean, and you see this stuff being pounded and pounded. And I mean, you can see it more than ever because you're seeing what is being offered in there and it just keeps to be repetitive over time. So for you, though, so you're seeing it as a, a little bit of a different thing where you are able to get better products and stuff. So you're constantly, are you consciously thinking of keeping your profile where it is and the badges where you are and stuff like that? Are you constantly thinking about that as kind of like to keep yourself at a certain rank so you get offered these other products and stuff? I think my biggest thing at this point right now isn't to make my rank lower. It's just to stay under the top 500. Okay. Because that that does offer a different badge. You know, at $4.99 and under, I am super happy with because at being a top 500 reviewer, I actually have the option to say no. Whereas before, you know, when my ranking was 200,000, if somebody offered me something, I was like, oh my God, yay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll totally do that because I needed to be able to have products to review in order to get my ranking lower. Now I don't have to do that. I don't have to review something that I absolutely don't want to. If a seller comes to me and she's a new seller or even a seller that I have worked with before and she's like, Kizzy, I really need reviews on this freaking selfie stick. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, no. But if I really like her and we have an established relationship, then I, I will suck it up and I will absolutely test it out for her. Just because it's the right thing to do, because as a reviewer, you want to be able to help the seller out. And I think it's really unfortunate that so many other reviewers don't look at it from that point of view. 
Yeah, no, that's interesting. Uh, and and I, I agree with you. It's kind of like you form that relationship in a sense. And, you know, that person may be sending you even better products in the future, whatever. And you want to keep that there. But you also want to keep the velocity, I would assume. You want to keep some type of momentum going with with you still reviewing. Um, so not being so picky. But yet you do want to be picky. You know, you want to be able to, to pick products that you genuinely want to use and try and, and review. So keeping yourself under 500, you know, like keeping yourself in the top 500, what it, what again does that allow you to do? Just get approached by other people with better products? Is that really the main payoff? I mean, you definitely get better products at being a top 500 than you would at, you know, a top 10,000. I mean, because that's still a badge, but again, at 10,000, you still have so much more work to do to get even lower. So it's always kind of like dangling the carrot in front of somebody. Like I know that I could work so much more and be a top 100 reviewer. I have no desire to put that much into it in order just to get like an extra piece of artwork or, you know, something like that. I mean, it's it's beneficial to a lot of people, but to me, it's just not that much of a difference. And what most people don't realize is that even at being a top 500 reviewer, I still get the same emails from sellers that I did when I was a top 10,000 reviewer. Mm -hmm. I woke up this morning and I had 25 emails for running belts, for selfie sticks, for phone cases. It's pretty much the same. Mm. Out of like the 85 emails that I had this morning, I had maybe two that I accepted. Mm -hmm. And those were products that are only being offered to top reviewers. But they also have access to, you know, the top 1,000 reviewers. So it's not even just coming to the top 500. It's going to other people also. And like you said, some people, they they focus just on this. Now, is it a game to them more than, I mean, I mean, more than a payoff? Because, I mean, they're getting free product or, you know, product at a discount and getting good product. But what? how are they ultimately putting money in their pocket if they're doing this other than just to get those extra pieces of artwork? Oh, good God. Um, that opens up a completely other door. I mean, you have <laughs> people who will end up selling the products, which drives me absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Or you have the people who, and I'm not saying that all groups do this because there are, there are some out there that I know of that don't charge, but they will, you know, ask the sellers to run that particular product in their group and end up charging them to, I'm sorry, run the promotion. Mm. Um, and they don't nest, they can't say the word charge because that's against Amazon sure. rules, but they will say, you know, can you tip me and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. Okay. I see. So there is some kind of backdoor type stuff that's probably happening. We can't confirm it, but I mean, you, you definitely have probably seen that and, um, you see that, you know, having the top, because I mean, us as a seller looking at that, we just know that it looks really good to have a top rated seller, you know, rate our product and get Review. those badges, you know, get pictures, get a video, any of that stuff. We know that that's going to help our conversions. So we want that. But in the same breath, you know, I'm myself, I'm, I like doing things ethically and I like th doing things white hat. So I wouldn't do anything that was shady just because I wouldn't feel right about it. But I also know that it's against the terms of service. But I know that there's a lot of sellers that will do that. There is. And I've had a lot of sellers, you know, try send me the emails and offer to put money into my PayPal account directly and not receive the product and just do like an unverified review. And mm. that, that absolutely drives me crazy. And I actually have a copy and paste email response that I send back. I'm like, absolutely. There's no way that I'm willing to give up mm. everything that I have done, all of the hours that I've put into this because you want a unverified review that's fake. 
That's right. just not worth it to me. Mm. A lot of people will do that because a lot of people don't have money. There's a lot of top reviewers and a lot of even other reviewers that are on disability that sit at home that, you know, don't go to work that they will take the cash. Right. Yeah. No, it's 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 I mean, really, if you think about it, it would be easy money for someone to just sit there and get not free product, but product at a huge discount, write a review and that's their job basically, but to get themselves to that rank to where now people are going to be begging them to do it and then starting to charge them a fee of some kind. I can see that being very, very lucrative, but again, not really white hat. Um, No, I can't stand that. You know, that the other reviewers that I've come across that have said, oh no, that's okay. I, I will block them from my Mm. Facebook because a lot of this is done on Facebook. I'll block them just because I can't even be associated with something like that because I have worked really hard to get where I'm at. Sure. No, and it, it makes sense. I mean, it really does. And I'm glad that you're that way, actually. It's 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 great because, I mean, you and I are both kind of on the same page with that. Rather than having someone come on that, you know, is doing some gray hat stuff or black hat stuff, I, it wouldn't mesh and I wouldn't even want them on the show because of that. But I, I love hearing the ins and the outs of that. But again, so just so I'm clear on this, though, really, we're talking the only way that they're going to be compensated is A, they're going to be rated higher, so they are going to be attracting you know, hopefully better, um, you know, better sellers that are going to want them to, you know, review better products, maybe more expensive products. And it's also a way for you to um, basically just win the badge, you know, like kind of say, Hey, look at me. So is that really, so that's, I mean, so I'm understanding that correctly. Like that's really, I mean, Amazon isn't paying anything. Amazon's not giving you any discounts on your stuff because you're doing it right. Or am I, am I wrong? There's no, there's from Amazon, you get absolutely nothing except for a ridiculous amount of headaches and stress and actually the worry that comes along with being an Amazon reviewer just because it's Amazon is super, super stressful. But also one of the perks of being a top reviewer is that when sellers email you, you don't have to pay the dollar or the $2.95 or anything even, you know, over that. I think the the most that I have paid for anything at this point as a top reviewer, I think was $5 and it was for something that I didn't want but I was helping the seller mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that part was just like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it was the right thing to do. So I did it. So what would an, what would an email um, look like for someone that was reaching out, you know, reaching out to top, you know, even 1000 um, or even 2000, right? I mean, what's, what's a good email that we should be sending? Like, I mean, should it be short? Should it be long? Should it, you know, what should it really say? And, you know, what's the best way to approach a top seller like yourself? Well, one of the things that I actually do have a problem with, and it's not even that it's a problem. It's just like one of those things that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. If a seller e- emails me and it's a super, super long email In the morning time when I wake up and I'm having my coffee, that's when I go through my emails. And if I have 85 to open up, I don't want to read a 18 paragraph email about a running belt. Yep. 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 Because then I get to the end and I'm like, wait, are you serious? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a waste of your time. I, I get it. I get it. It's just because there's so much to go through. And, you know, at this point, I already know what the deal is. So it's different, you know, if it's your first email, because I remember my first email that I got when I was, you know, a top 10,000. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest. I read every single word. And Mm -hmm. now I'm just like, skim, skim, skim. Where's the link? Just give me the link. I just need to open it and say yes or no, or 
you know, sometimes they'll send me the promo code and I'm just like, okay. And then I'll send them back my order number just so that they know. And if it's a singular use code, then it's great. Or if it's, you know, one of their, the codes that is just open and anybody can use it. I don't like that, but I'll send it to them so that they can either kill it or just put it in their record books. Mm -hmm. But long emails are just it becomes very tedious yeah. um, at my rank, which sounds yeah. like super snotty, but I don't mean it that way. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it. I get it. You know, it's like kind of like get to the point. Let me know the deal. Let me know what, what I need to do and and do it. You know, right. It's like simple and sweet. And if you're if you you want the product, you want it. If you don't, you don't. And you right. just pass on it. Now, are you getting these more or less from a variety of different ways? Are you getting these because you're on these other uh, people's lists that have these these large lists or are you getting them direct messaged to you? Um, I get a lot of them because I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know I know this part only because it's repeated in the emails. Like it's it's so repetitive. I got your email from the top five hundred list. I, I'm I think the sellers have to pay to get a specific list, mm-hmm. but I get a lot from being badged the way that I am because of a list that they can buy from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get emails from past sellers or a lot of, well, I would say the majority of them actually come from the, the badge list, okay. which is another perk of being a top 500. Okay. Okay. So, you, so there's a, there's a list that you're on because of your badge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that through Amazon or is that through just like, uh, just a, an email list of kind of accumulated people that have these certain badges? I think they buy the list from Amazon. Okay. I don't know if there's like some secret website that sellers can go to you to go buy it. Um, I don't know that part of it. Well, I, I'll let you in on a, on a little thing here um, and kind of let you in on the on the other side of it. Um, there is a piece of software right now that allows us to, instead of going to, like right now you can go and you can Google top 10,000, you know, top reviewers for Amazon and you'll come up with their list. They have a public list. There's profiles for each of you and then we have to sort through it. But there's actually a tool out that actually, it's a white hat tool. It, it allows you to basically do that same thing, but it really takes all that information and it could puts it into a spreadsheet. And then what I can do is I can search by if you've left a video review, if you've left a, a, a picture review, if you've left a majority of yours is all like two stars because you're maybe really picky, <laughs> one of those, you know. So we can look at all that stuff through the data. We can look at the profile as far as if you have an email on file, then we can contact you that way. So Does it put it to where it's um, categorized? You know, like yes. if it says, you yep. know, 500 reviews yep. on kitchen items. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we can sort. We, we can Yeah, we can sort by home and kitchen, sporting uh, sport and outdoors, you know, whatever, baby. And then that way there, we're only going to, we're going to only reach out to people that we know have reviewed those types of products. So we know that they're interested. So if you've done a lot of makeup stuff, you'd probably be a good fit for something that we're selling in that's related to the makeup stuff. And, and so that there is a tool that allows us to do that, which kind of cuts down on that time, but you could do it the old fashioned way and just, you know, search through people and look at their profile and see what they're interested in. Cause you'll, you'll, you'll share your interests and stuff too, right? I did, but I actually keep changing it just because my interests do change. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it'll go back and kind of like show you um, like what you've recently reviewed, maybe the, the past 10, um, and then you can kind of sort it by that as well. Huh. And, for pe- and, and for people listening right now, those wind chimes are um, outside of uh, <laughs> of Sorry. Disney's house. That's okay. They're, they're really, they're very pleasing <laughs> to the ear. Uh, but yeah, you're out uh, enjoying the morning, so. Uh, Is it annoying? No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Totally. Those were actually an Amazon review that I am just in love with. Oh, that's awesome. 
that is actually funny. Uh, yeah, that is funny. But yeah, so that that's pretty much how it works on our end too, where we, we do have some tools that have been built to actually speed up that process so we can connect with you. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to say yes, right? It's not saying that. It's just saying that we're going to be able to cut down the amount of emails we have to kind of reach out to. And then what I'm personally doing like right now is I'm compiling a list and I'm going to email them one-on-one, but I'm also going to then once, like let's say that you do review a product and we kind of have that little bit of a relationship, I'm going to keep you on a separate list and now I'm going to only email the people that I know are interested in, you know, whatever, this this certain category and someone that I felt was easy to get along with and all of that stuff because we want to know what we can do better as well. I mean, most of us do anyway. So we love that feedback and I want feedback on the review, but I also want feedback to myself. Like, Hey, I love the product, but maybe if you did something here, it would be better. That's what I didn't really like about it. Whatever. Um, I did not know that it was a category. Now I feel really dumb because I did the um, phone case reviews for um, a seller who was, who I I had a uh, relationship with because that's why I keep getting the emails. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably right. Because you maybe did one before and now it came back and, and it showed you that. But uh, I mean, that, that would, that would be a simple thing if you didn't want to review them anymore. Obviously you can just say, no, I'm sorry. I'm not reviewing electronical stuff anymore or devices or cases or whatever right so i mean it'd be easy to kind of like tell that person to kind of get lost you know what i mean if you if you no longer wanted to do it but yeah that's that's kind of like on our end we want to be able to reach top reviewers so this way here it, it helps us you know and, and it it helps us all the way around because there is more weight Amazon gives it more weight. I don't think Amazon, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure, I don't believe that they would sell a list of top badges. I don't think that that would be kosher, but who knows? But I don't think that that's out there. I just think it's people like myself that have a tool that can actually go out and and find and categorize and kind of go by, you know, badges and all of that stuff. And honestly, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily would go after the top 500 myself personally right now because I know it's a little bit of a harder road because you've got more offers coming at you. I might go after the top 2,000, right? Because I know those people might want to review products easier than the top 500. That's just my mindset. But keep in mind that there's a lot of top reviewers who like reviewing like super random things. Like if you have mm. a new product that is completely different from anything else that you've ever had and you know that there's only a couple of other sellers who have the same thing, we would probably review it just because we hadn't reviewed something like that before. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really I don't good point. want 20 different phone cases. I don't want right. 18 different selfie sticks. I, you know, if you called me or not called me, if you emailed me and said, hey, Kizzy, I have this table trays to bring like breakfast in bed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a t- not not a TV uh, TV tray, but it's uh yeah, it's called. I forget what it's called, but I I know what you mean. Yeah, see, like I would say yes to that, even though a seller would be like, oh, top five hundred's not going to want to review that because mm. I haven't done it before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, it's probably worth a chance, right? I mean, the worst that you can say is no, or not, or just ignore it, not even say anything, right? Right. So I mean, I I guess all it is is time to send an email. I mean, really, that's what it is. Now, I I'm not a big believer in the mass lists that are out there that people are blasting these services and you know there's some top reviewers on there i'm just not a fan of that because you're putting your product out and exposing it to all of the other sellers as well so that's on our side a lot of sellers they don't want to use those as much because you're getting random people and you're also getting sellers that join those lists and then they see all of the products that are kind of coming to market and then it just 
it kind of like exposes yourself even more than than before. So I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, totally. So that's why I would rather reach. I would rather get a list of fifty top reviewers and have that as my main list, and I would just b- develop that relationship with those fifty or a hundred or whatever. And then when I had products coming to, I would go ahead and um and and put that out there, and and then just see what kind of response you got back. Because really, I mean, depending on what kind of market you're in, I mean, initially when you're first starting a product, twenty five reviews out of the gate is really really good. And if you can get some of those to be top reviewers, that's even better. So that's kind of like out of the gate kind of stuff. But yeah, so it, you know, this has been interesting because again, like I know a lot of people listening are very curious to see like what it takes to be a top, you know, reviewer, but also what are the perks? You know, what are the reasons? And I think what you highlighted, it's different for everyone, but I think people could be sitting there saying to themselves, I can make a business out of this by charging people, which I don't believe in and you don't believe in, but that's their motives in a lot of times. But also I think a lot of times it's competition, right? You want to be the top reviewer. Ha ha, I got the top badge. You you don't have it kind of thing. Almost like, uh, you know, the games that people are playing on their phones, like Candy Crush and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't get it, right? I don't get those games, but people love them. There and- was a little bit of competition. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say that there wasn't not necessarily an overly competitive person, but mm-hmm. you know everybody has that little streak in them. Sure, if sure. you start reviewing at the same time that somebody else did, and you are ranked at you know say like nineteen thousand, and you know the girl that you started reviewing around the same time with is ranked at thirty five thousand, you you kind of get a little bit of a chuckle. Sure, sure. Oh, absolutely. I can see that. It's a little, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, competition, which I don't think is a bad thing, really. I really don't. But, it, you know, I can see it more than others. Some people really might have that huge competitive edge and they want to just, they want to win and, and say, hey, look at me. I've got these, these badges, <laughs> um, you know, but now, now let me ask you this. So for you to become a top Amazon seller, do you have to do anything other than just be reviewing products or do you have to sign up for a program? What you mean, reviewer? You keep a reviewer. I keep selling seller. I have a seller on the brain. I am so sorry, <laughs> but I'm so glad that you're here to correct me. So please correct me. Uh, <laughs> so to be to be that top reviewer, uh, I'll get it right eventually here. When when you go for that, do you have to apply to Amazon, or do you just review products and become that? The only thing that you really have to do um, to start out is honestly just have Prime. Like that's a lot. Okay. That like that's a huge deal because if you're going to review a product and you don't have Prime, then you're stuck paying for the shipping. Sure. And there's a lot of people who don't have ninety nine dollars to you know just throw at it and get it, so they'll pay the shipping and not. They know that they're going to end up paying more, but they just don't have the ninety nine dollars to do it down. But now they're doing it to where you can pay a certain amount every month. So a lot of the people who weren't able to throw down $99 can afford to do, you know, the 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes that makes total sense. So really, you just got to be a prime member, really. And then you'll get that free shipping. And then you're just basically you're you're rated off of the, the amount of reviews you give over the course of time, I'm assuming. No, no. OK, so. No. OK, so how, how do you get start getting that rank? Um, like when well, do you start seeing that? Oh, my, my gosh. Amazon just gave me a badge. Like, when, how does that happen? You don't get a badge for a long time. Okay. I mean, it. well, I take that back. That differs for a lot of different reasons. Like, there's a lot of things that you have to think about in order to become a top reviewer. But for the majority of people, you have to wait a, a good minute in order to get any type. Of, like, the first badge is the top 10,000. Mm-hmm. I've devoted kind of a ridiculous amount of time to get to the top 10,000. And I thought whenever I hit 10,000, I was like, oh my God, I have a badge. This is awesome. This is amazing. Okay, okay. Oh, I can slow down. Yeah, no. Okay. Because as soon as I hit 10,000, I was like, oh my God, I want to be 5,000. It was ridiculous. Right, right. 
but there's a lot of factors. You you can't get downvoted a ton. You know, if there's somebody out there who just is ugly and doesn't want you to be um, a top reviewer, you know, they'll go onto your profile and they'll downvote you. Bad comments left on your reviews, that's not helpful. Okay. okay. It doesn't help your rank. Other, you have to worry about other sellers going on to their competitions page and downvoting also. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That makes sense. And okay. So if I'm brand new, like I'm starting right now, I'm not anything. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to get to that 10,000 spot. Like you said you did, but all you're really then focusing on is just reviewing products right? to, to do that. Okay. So that, that's really, that's the only thing you really have to focus on. You don't have to do anything else other than you want to be giving reviews. You want to be getting upvotes. You want to be getting all of those kind of things. Well, you can't really, no, I wouldn't say getting upvotes because that, that was not, there's a lot of people who will ask for upvotes and that is definitely a no-no. Okay. Um, and if you get, I don't want to say caught, but if people find out that you're asking for upvotes and they'll report you to Amazon and you lose your profile and gotcha. you lose your prime and that's just insanity to me. Okay. But you <laughs> have to review like a ridiculous amount of products in order to get to 10,000 unless, I mean, there's, there's a little backdoor and I can't stand it, but it's whatever. I even hate to say it because I really don't want other people to do it. Well, then let's not say it because I don't I don't think then that that would be a positive thing. So let, let's just say that there's some shady stuff going on out there and uh, you know, people should just do it the right way which you're saying is just reviewing products and and I, I can tell already just from just from talking to you like there's a whole nother world out there with top reviewers and it's like a game in itself. Oh, it's it's huge and you know, avoiding people like whenever I started, I had to be in a bunch of groups just because I needed the products to review in order to become a top reviewer. Mm-hmm. And as you get better and your rank gets better, you have to start like backing away because you get the admins of the groups who can become like super ugly and jealous and they have access to all of your information and that part, you can't change your profile, mm. but you, you can change your name, you can change your picture, you can change all of your information, but all they have to do is just click on that link and go in and downvote you, you know, five times a night and you're screwed. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting because I think a lot of people didn't realize it and I didn't really realize it. I kind of knew a little bit, but I didn't think that to this extent, but it's, it's a catty little world. You know? It's actually, it's really, really horrible. There's a lot of people who will start reviewing and don't know about the drama mm. and get like super, super stressed out. Like I have one reviewer friend who is like constantly crying because oh, people are so mean and so yeah. ugly. And she wakes up to like 15 downvotes a day because they just don't like her. Wow. Wow. And you know, and the similar game is in as a seller, it's the same idea. If you're into a really competitive space, I'll talk supplements. If you're in a supplement space, which is really, really a, just a, a really bad market as far as having cattiness going on and you know, all of the drama, but you'll have that. You'll have people that will go out and buy downvotes and on, on their product, on their reviews, um, and all of that stuff. So that way there, it brings it down. They'll even ha- hire people to go and leave negative reviews on that product. So then you got to bury them. Oh yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's all about, and Amazon has, you know, voting systems and reviews and all that stuff in, in kind of both sides of it. But yeah, that's happening all the time. And then you're fighting with um, Amazon to say like this guy or this person has, you know, 25 fake accounts. They're leaving negative reviews on all of these other products. Yeah, it's happening all the time. Um, you've got hijacking going on where people were going ahead and they're uh, 
they're basically making a spinoff of your product and then calling it their own and then they'll jump on your listing and then undercut your own product. Um, yeah, so all of that stuff is happening. So it it is, it's a, it's a crazy little world out there of Amazon. And I can see now we have it on both sides. Like you're in another world of being top reviewers. We're in being a top sellers and all of that. And you're always going to have that. It's my thing is, is I try to go after products that are less competitive because then you don't have as much of that because not everyone's going after the little, you know, the low hanging fruit. It's the ones that are trying to go after products that are selling like hundreds of units a day. And you can make a nice. That's probably why it's easier to get, you know, phone cases over, you know, the, the unique items because nobody wants to do the unique because then they get attacked. Exactly. Well, they they get attacked. And I also think too, you're seeing a lot of phone cases because there's more competition in there, but also it's something they have to do on a regular basis to keep their rank because everyone else is doing like if everyone else is doing 50 giveaways you know this month well then the next person has to do 50 because they got to keep up with the next one and then all of a sudden it makes it to where now you got to do 75 and then you got to do 75 then you got to do 100 and you got to do 100 and then you just run down that rabbit hole of just you just keep going and keep going and that's why you keep getting pounded with with cases because the next person coming in is trying to outbeat the next person and and so on. But so if that they can be on the top or so yeah, they so can they, be on the first page. So they can get on the first page. Yeah. It's exactly <sighs> what it is. So that that that's the that's exactly what's happening. So that's why I always teach and I always tell people when that my kind of like my strategy is to go after products that maybe you're only selling 10 units a day, but to most people it doesn't look attractive because they're like, ah, 10 units a day. But with 10 units a day, a ten dollars profit a piece, that's a hundred bucks a day get five products, you're at 500 bucks a day. Now you're at 15 grand a month. So that's how I look at it. But there's people that want to have a couple products and they want to do hundred units a day and they want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. So there's all different stuff. And again, I can see now we got both sides. I'm glad we were able to come together and talk about this because I kind of showed you some stuff and you showed me some stuff. And I think that people listening are going to get a lot out of this just to kind of see the inner workings of it. And really, I think how to approach someone that's a top reviewer. And, and I think just being ethical, right? I mean, being ethical and honest and, um, and being personable. My biggest thing whenever I get an email from a seller is definitely being able to connect with them in some way, shape, or form. If sure. there's if it's if I see that I am grouped into an email with 30 other people, mm, that's a good tip. 99% of the time I absolutely will not respond. I love it. That's a great tip. A great tip. Because you know why? I and myself personally, when I'm reaching out to someone like you, I'm gonna fire off one email. I'm not going to go ahead and put you in a group because it's easier. See, and that I would respond to, even if you have, and I do this and a lot of people tell me I'm wasting my time, but I don't, I don't really care. I don't listen to what anybody else says. Mm. If I have a seller who is sending me a singular email and telling me that there's something that I reviewed and they can tell me something specific, because I do get a ton of reviews that or um, a ton of emails that I am grouped into and they all say the same thing. I read your profile and I'm like, no, you didn't. Mm. Like right there, lie number one. I I don't trust you. There's no way that I'm going to be able to trust you because you've already lied in your initial contact to me. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it's it's that, it's that, I mean, going back to basics, right? It's like, showing someone that you actually looked into them, right? So for me to say, like, if you said you, you, you know, you, you've just recently, I don't know if I, if I seen that you just recently reviewed a, something about makeup, right? A makeup brush or whatever. And I said, Hey, I just noticed that you reviewed a makeup bu- a brush. I have a compact organizer thing for makeup or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I don't know about makeup here, <laughs> Kizzy, but, <laughs> but, you, you, but, you, but you get what I'm saying, right? So if I, if I brought something to, to light that you were like, Oh, this person obviously looked it in, into my profile or looked at a recent product that I reviewed. Now I'm going to even pay attention even more because they just told me the truth. Right. Yeah, I mean, I honesty that. and integrity, like I have to live my life 
just because of who I am with my moral compass always facing due north. Like I, I yep. do not falter from that. Yep. So when somebody, you know, lies to me, I shut down completely. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's 5 billion other people in the world that I can pick and choose from. I just, I don't need you in my life. Mm -hmm. Whether it's even just an email and I don't ever meet you or talk to you. It's the point of the matter for me. I don't, if you have makeup organized, you need to send this one. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because I I do a workshop and I I use a compact organizer as my example because um, when I did the search, I found it and I just kind of drilled down into these subcategories. But uh, that's funny. (laughs) I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I have a whole makeup room and I'm not even being dramatic. Like I have a makeup room. It's, Uh, it's beautiful. It's a big market. (laughs) <laughs> it totally is. Uh, that is awesome. But yeah, that's that's great though. So being personable, I think it goes a long way. It, it shows, I think firing off a one, uh, one-to-one email, I think is important. And, and again, even having in, in the title to be more real, right? Not just a generic copy and paste type title, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, and also one of the things that I have picked up is that whenever I get a group email and you know, the 1% that I actually say yes to it, um, those are the sellers that I will get five emails from like the day that my product is delivered. Like, did you do the review yet? Did you get it? Is it okay? Mm, and I'm mm. like, Oh, can you, can, can you breathe? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, please take a step back. Like it, it's not even here yet. Like it'll show, you know, it's in the general vicinity if they track it. And I'm like, you need to calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I usually, um, uh, I usually myself personally, I give it a couple of days after it's been delivered and I would just follow up and say, hey, just want to make sure that you got it or whatever. And when you get a chance, go ahead and, you know, and uh, leave me your your honest feedback and review on that. That's yeah, all. Y'all got to stop doing that. Like you, that's something that please, for the good love of whatever it is that you believe in, stop sending us follow up emails. Yeah. So, so just what you're saying is, is, I mean, especially for you as being a reviewer, um, and not necessarily someone that is like going and finding it and buying it. Um, but cause I've found myself personally, I mean, I come from, you know, the marketing space, but in, in a, in an ethical way is like, I, I want to connect with my actual customers and I want to deliver more value to them. So I always send a follow-up email with something in there that is like a, whether it's a, a a new way to use the product or to register the product or whatever, right? So I can follow up with more service. That's just personally what I've done. And I get people that email me back and say, Scott, that's the first time that I've had someone that I bought something through follow through that was actually a human and wasn't just a company. So that's that personal. part I will agree with. And I will tell you that, okay, whenever a seller emails me and it is personal and they do exactly what you just said, I will respond to that email. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't hesitate. If it's a copy and paste email no. that comes from mm-hmm. Amazon, please quit. Yes. Or if yes. as a seller, they're sending me like the, hey, I need you to do the review. Not need you to do the review, but did you do the review? Did you get it? Yeah, Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. But it, it's that's, that's like pestering. multiple. Yeah. It's just yeah. annoying. Yeah. No, that's that's pestering. And I'm I'm totally not a believer in that. It's, it's, again, it's just being real and being respectful of someone's time, I think, is really what it comes down to. And, and again, those emails need to be short. Right? They can't be 100 miles long. Uh, and what sellers don't, I don't think that they really understand is that it does make reviewers kind of take a step back. There is, I'm going to say, maybe four or five other top reviewers that I actually do speak to. And if they get the email from the seller, you know, the follow-up just saying, hey, did it get there okay? Mm. That's not a big deal. I kind of understand that. They want to make sure, especially if it's a new item, they want to make sure it didn't, you know, get ruined during Mm -hmm. shipping. But the second one, the second email, you know, 
I need you to, you know, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Hmm. They will actually intentionally not do the review because it's pushy, mm-hmm. it's annoying, and we, we're we top reviewers for a reason. We are not going to not do the review. And if there is something like seriously wrong with the product, we're going to talk to you about it. And sometimes we don't leave the review gotcha. and give you the chance to fix it. Yeah. If you keep bothering us, and it, I don't say bothering in like a you need to leave us alone kind of way, but if you keep bothering us when most of us are trying to like do our stuff, mm-hmm. we're going to throw yours like kind of off to the side sure. and do the other ones because they're not being annoying. Exactly. No, it makes sense. I mean, again, not being pushy and especially, I mean, in any emails that I've I, I send in my follow-ups to just regular customers, it's always want to make sure that you have received everything, number one, but then the second thing is is more like, here's some additional resources to use the product, whether it's videos, whether it's uh, PDFs, whether whatever it is, and then I might throw a little thing in there, hey, when you get a chance, if you could just leave us your honest feedback, and then that's it. That's as far as it goes, but it's not like the next email the next day, hey, did you leave it, and then the next one, hey, did you leave, you know, it's 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 one and done kind of thing, you know, if you're going to, if they're going to leave it, they're going to leave it, if they're not, they're not. See, oh. I have an appreciation for that, and you just earned a you know another star in my reviewer book <laughs> because <laughs> no, but that true. is awesome. Yeah, no, that that's totally true. Like, I would not hound because I know that that can come back to bite you. Because I mean, I wouldn't want it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think of yourself: the customer on the other end, or the reviewer on the other end is you, right? I mean, it's 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 a person and it's someone that doesn't want to be hounded. And like you, you get tons of emails every single day. You know what you need to do, you know what I mean? Or yeah. what you should do. And I think it's awesome though that you'll also give that person um, that is respectful of your time and all that stuff. I think that it's great that you also would come to them and say, listen, you know, I don't feel comfortable leaving a review on this because of this. If you could fix that, that would be great. And then I could leave you, you know, you a review. I think that's cool too, because you're able to then talk and communicate and kind of work that issue out. I think that's huge. I know that I'm not like other reviewers and a few of the other top reviewers that I do um, converse with um, on a repetitive basis, I I do that with them because they are like me. And I have had the conversations with them like, oh my gosh, did you get this? Like, it's horrible. What did you think about it? Yeah. I mean, I know what I think about it and not because I want to get like their, I don't want to take their information just because we are that open with each other. Sure. And I am not the kind of person, like you can go through my profile and there is maybe, gosh, out of the, like so many reviews, there's maybe (laughs) like three or four that only have one or two stars because I always give the seller a chance to either fix it, send me another one and I will retest it. Or, I mean, that's, that's what we're supposed Mm. to do. Mm -hmm. The ones who have a ton of like, you know, bad stars, they don't have an open conversation with the seller, which... I don't think it is right mm-hmm. because then that, that shows me like, that's a red flag. You're in this for the wrong reason. Mm. Yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. I, I love that too. And I, I mean, you just don't know who you're going to reach either. When you reach out to people, you don't know that they're, they're going to reach out to someone like you. They might reach out to one of those other people. So you, you got to be careful, you know? And again, you know, this type of stuff that we're doing really for me personally is kind of like to get the product out there, to get it launched. It's kind of like if someone in a, in a, a real business, if you will, right, in a, in a big company, if they started to run a beta program where they wanted to get honest feedback, you know, like a test group. It, to me, it's the same thing. You want that feedback, and then you want to be able to get that, you know, get the get the reviews and, and get things fixed if things need to be fixed. So yeah, so th- this has been awesome. I, I know we went a little bit longer. I know you said, Scott, I don't know how I'm going to be able to cram that all into 30 <laughs> minutes. And we didn't cram it into 30 minutes. We, we went over, but it's okay because uh, we had to. But you know what? This has been awesome. And um, I know that a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this. I think it's great 
great to be able to to kind of look behind the scenes of the Amazon reviewer, uh, you know, group. I said it right too, by the way. There, it was you did. The seller. I'm learning. See, it only took 40 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I, I just want to thank you again, uh, Kizzy, for for taking time out of your day. I really do appreciate it. I do think that you're doing a great job, and I think that we need more uh, top reviewers out there like yourself. And um, I think that it's going to help us moving forward as a seller to be able to uh, t- to know what you expect and kind of like what that world looks like. So I want to thank you again for taking time. No problem. I would love to continue the conversation because I actually have a couple of questions from the reviewer point of view towards the sellers, just because they're so there's it is so different. And I can I know that there's like more stuff in my world that you have no idea about, and there's a ton of stuff in your world that I have no idea about. So it would be really nice to be able to ask the questions, if not even just for me, but so that I can tell my other reviewer friends that I actually like and speak to, um, (laughs) so that they could know also. Yeah, no, you know what? And let, let's let's maybe do that. We're gonna we'll pause here, right? And then what we'll then what we can do is at a later date we can hook up and then we can go ahead and we can have that conversation. And then that would be I think great because again it's a free flowing kind of conversation. And I would love to know what the questions are from you for us. And then hopefully we can kind of like bring light to those. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I want to thank you once again, Kizzy. This has been awesome, and uh, I appreciate everything that you do. Yeah, thanks a lot for uh, allowing us to uh, to peek inside your world. Well, thanks for giving me like the you know the information that you did. I mean, that's going to be super helpful. I'm already logging in so that I can tell my um, my other reviewer friends about the few things that you told me about that I had no idea about. That was really awesome. I do appreciate it. No problem. All right. Have an awesome day. Enjoy enjoy your day out there in the outside with your wind chimes. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we'll definitely talk soon. All right, honey. Um, thank you very much. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay. Wow. That was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that interview with Kizzy. And I, I learned a ton. I think that you guys probably are sitting there scratching your head being like, wow, that was really, really good to hear you know, the behind the scenes of, you know, the other part of Amazon and as far as their reviewers go, I mean, there's a whole another, there's a whole nother group out there that are, you know, they're going after their own reasons for getting reviews or for reviewing products. So I want to again say thank you so much for Kizzy for spending time with us. It was really, really educational. I know I learned a lot and I'll be uh, definitely approaching this a little bit differently. Now, for those of you that heard me talk a little bit about that software, Amisuite, that is actually part of one of the components inside of Amisuite, and uh, that there will do all of that digging for you. If you wanted to check that out, you could head over to the resources page. I have a link there uh, through Amisuite, and if you go through that link, you'll also see uh, all of the other components. They have keyword research and product research and all of that stuff too, but the keyword element alone is uh, is just so so valuable. It'll save you tons of time and you can sort and you can find top reviewers using that tool. Uh, so you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash resources. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash resources. All right, guys, this was awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, whether you're in the car, whether you're on the run, whether you're in the plane, wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you learned something. And remember, that I'm here for you, I believe in you, I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on now, you have to do what? Take action. Have an awesome, awesome day, and I'll see you in the next episode.